Real Goddess, Discovering Your Divine Destiny by Sheree Sandal, Episode 78, Divine, Feminine, and Masculine. Real Goddess is the most important thing you can know about in your life. Real Goddess is more than an inner voice that might set her above others, or that only works for her. She benefits everyone. The potential Goddess is not saying she and God are equals, but as any parent would hope, made the same as her makers with the same potential end, a sum total of a life well lived, as she becomes love. And I'm here to rope you in, sister. I remember one very distinct day when I realized I was working mainly from masculine energy, not the feminine me, who I thought I was, really. But I wasn't. I found myself in the list of masculine energy traits. They are taking action, assertiveness, physical force, decision-making, leadership, protection, logical thinking and reasoning, achieving, being goal-oriented, and providing. And I was trying to work from that mindset and realized it wasn't really working for me. I would direct everyone what to do, take care of the finances, lift things too heavy for me, and work everything by the clock. I came to this realization because I had watched a video training of a woman who seemed a lot like me. And then she explained, I learned to let my husband and boys serve me. At the end of the day, I snuggled into my favorite overstuffed chair and my boys would bring me pillows and a drink and a book and any other creature comfort I wanted. And I just snuggled into that favorite overstuffed chair. And I thought, that sounds fabulous. I would love to put down some of this masculinity and just be fluffy and fun and feminine. So what did she do? How did she figure this out? How did she get her men to serve her? I will tell you her answer of how she supported her femininity at the end of this episode. It's genius. So let's talk about what the divine feminine looks like. Gentleness, kindness, heart-centeredness, creativity, intuition, acceptance, receiving, emotionality, communication, compassion, empathy, understanding, forgiveness. So what does, it look, what does it look like with unhealthy femininity when it's gone too far, when it's not serving her? Well, she creates drama. She gets upset easily. She's always angry, sad, or depressed. She becomes greedy and entitled. She plays the victim, communicates vaguely and is passive-aggressive, judges others and gossips, has a blocked heart message avenue, Confused about her own emotions, lacking clarity, is blocked creatively, and is repressed sexually. So what does positive, healthy femininity look like? She has understanding. She shows compassion, expresses positive emotions, allows herself to receive, forgives easily, communicates clearly, has empathy, lives from the heart, is in touch with her emotions easily expresses herself creative, creatively, can't even say that word, expresses herself easily sexually. So what does the divine 
masculine look like in its positive ways? Assertive dominant, defense orientated, willing to negotiate, family orientated, respects and values women, is calm and balanced, solves problems rapidly, and makes friends easily. So what does it look like with a divine masculine being toxic or negative? Protective aggressiveness, offense orientated, gives commands, unable to commit, objectifies women, gets angry very easily, creates more problems through aggression, is always in competition with other people. Well, you might say, I do have some of those masculine traits, and sometimes they are not working for me. Sometimes they are toxic. And you may say, I know a man or men who have these feminine traits about them. They're gentle, and they're empathetic, and they're um, intuitive. And you would be right. We both have some of both the feminine and the masculine. But think of it like two circles. On the left, you have masculine. On the right, you have feminine. And they overlap. In the middle where they overlap is the space where you can be both. You are going to mainly be masculine if you're male on the left, and you're mainly going to be female if you're female on the right. But when they meld together, a woman can be controlling in a good way and directing. I like to think of her, the divine feminine, as bold yet kind. I love that mixture. And then with the man, sure, he's going to have his masculine energy, but he'll also have that softness about him and the teddy bear qualities, the kind of people who you just kind of like to go for your calmness, to be still. I will talk more about that as I talk about solutions in just a moment, but I wanted you to know that we have both. Now, of course, women can be strong as well. But a woman's biology involves things that create life. In fact, let me read for you a fabulous quote. It goes as follows. A woman's body is the only force in the world capable of transporting souls from the unseen world into the physical world. I love that we make it clear that women definitely have their differences. Sometimes we like to blur those two, and I don't think it works in everyone's favor. But also, women and men may be different, but they are complementary. So if you think about the wings of a plane, they are not exactly the same. If they were exactly the same, the airplane would not be able to fly. Kind of like if you were to hold the the handle of a shovel and have two right hands, it would be harder than if you were to hold a handle and have a right hand and a left hand. Same thing with the airplane wing set. You have the one that is headed towards the wind and the one that has to be flipped opposite, but equal to be able to do the job. So no wing is more important than the other, and the same is true with men and women. They're equal and opposite, and they both have their individual roles. I thought this was really interesting by Tony Robbins. He talks about when you have a relationship If you have a man feeling commonality with the masculine, let's say a man married to a woman who works too much from her masculine energy, they're going to find commonality. They can be buds, but it's not passionate. And then with a a woman, 
She also would find commonality with another woman, but not passion. And so when you put together the masculine and the feminine as they were meant to be, then you find passion. So think about it. As a woman, do you feel commonality with your man? Is he acting more feminine and not so masculine and you don't feel the passion or vice versa? Well, there are three triggers that will cause masculine energy to adopt a feminine mask, according to Tony Robbins. One, feeling criticized. Two, feeling controlled. Or three, feeling closed off. So a man with a masculine core wants the presence of a feminine energy. But when that is taken away, the masculine energy is replaced by the feminine energy. The woman will not feel protected or safe. Let's look at the feminine triggers. The three things that trigger a woman to be able to adopt a masculine mask is when she's feeling unsafe, feeling unseen, or not feeling understood. So when she puts on the masculine mask because she's stressed out and tired, there will be no romance, just disconnection and friction. Wow. Well, remember how I told you about the lady at the first who was um, cluing me in that I was working too much from the masculine energy? Well, let me tell you what her solution was. She wanted to be able to figure out how to honor both her feminine and her masculine energy. So her husband and her figured this out. The masculine energy is driven and the feminine energy is drawing. So if a woman is able to take herself take care of herself at the first of the day and at the end of the day, she anchors in her femininity through nurturing bookends to her day. She is then able to draw things to her. So she gets up, she primps, she gets ready for the day, she has her quiet alone time, me, read scriptures, kick back to a delightful breakfast, and nurture yourself. If a woman takes care of others but not themselves, they become driven or masculine to nurture and care for others, which drives them into the masculine. So they're trying to nurture, but they're pushing it, and they become more masculine, which creates conflict with a man and then becomes an unprofitable chaser. She's chasing after the things she wants instead of drawing them and receiving them, as is the feminine nature. So then the men are driven and go after things, but it doesn't always serve them to go, 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 and then become aggressively rough. If he can begin and end his day with his his masculinity and soften up through his day by being complimenting and helpful, he can finish off in a way that serves him and her. He can drive for things in a bookendish way, and she can draw things to her through beginning and nurturing herself instead of chasing. So at the end, end of the day, the woman lets go of this driven energy, or not exactly the end of the day, but for sure by the end of the day, she's let go of it, and she is she's um, cozying up into her overstuffed chair with her soft blankets, and her son's bringing her pillows and books and those creature comforts. And then the man takes over at that point. She slips back into nurturing, he finishes finishes off being driven, and they are both satisfied. And she is able to finish off in a feminine way. I thought this was fabulous to be able to hear their solution of kind of swapping roles so that they both were able to 
serve one another this way. I've heard that caretaking does not foster intimacy. And if you think about that commonality, if the woman is acting like the man, that's like the caretaking. She's trying to caretake him instead of nurture and draw him towards her. And then there will be friction and not um, sensuality, intimacy, the closeness of a female to a male because you're too much like each other. So having had that solution now, how will we enhance feminine energy? This can be both for a man or a woman. If you are way too masculine and you're aggressive and over the top rough, you can also enhance your feminine energy. And these are the ways. Nurture your creativity. Develop your intuition. Allow yourself to receive. Learn to express your emotions healthily and develop your communication skills. The feminine energy is best expressed in a relationship by adopting these behaviors. Allowing the masculine side to, to provide for you and to offer you any support he or she wishes to offer without feeling guilty or it becoming too entitled. Showing him compassion, empathy, and forgiving when suffering or when he makes mistakes. Understanding their emotional states and needs. Using your creativity to improve the relationship. Being responsible for good, clear communication. Acting from the heart, healthily expressing your emotions, and encouraging your spouse to do the same. Nurture and cherish your spouse. Shower them with affection. Okay, now let's talk about the in, enhancing masculine energy. And again, if you're a woman who is too over-the-top feminine and just sad and depressed and emotional, and you need to kind of bring out some of that strong drivenness, here's what you can do. Be a decision maker. Develop your thinking abilities. Practice physical activity. Become financially independent. Find a career you love. Be willing to provide and protect. In a relationship, masculine energy is expressed healthily by looking after the feminine side, protecting her and cherishing her, showing unconditional love and respect for the feminine side, supporting the feminine side of the relationship, even providing financially when needed, bringing resources as well as emotional security in the relationship, allowing the masculine side to court you, offering secure and stable attachment, leading the relationship with gentleness, allowing the feminine side to make the decisions she wishes to make, showing determination, logical thinking, and quick problem-solving skills. And again, this is very generalized. I know that some women are the sole providers for the man, and they can still be feminine. They're just working creatively through their jobs and vocations, and the man is being at home taking care of the kids, but they both can express their masculinity and femininity enough in a good balance that works for them. So yeah, these are generalizations, but you can probably notice it in yourself if you're too extreme in one way and need to enhance whatever side of you that's going to make you more balanced. So here are five practices that will help a woman radiate feminine energy power and get back into her natural flow. First of all, dancing. Get out of your head and into your body, allowing your body to express the music as if you are translating it into a form of language. Two, adornment. Adorning your space with anything that brings a smile to your face helps nurture this craving. Think about it like redoing a room, making it look awesome. 
maybe a new haircut or just uh, getting a new uh, picture on the wall. Something that makes you happy. Three, have a free day. A day of no planning. Allow yourself to just flow and be in the moment. This can be one of the most relaxing feelings for the feminine. Make zero plans and just allow yourself to do whatever you feel like from moment to moment. Doesn't that just feel so freeing to have a free day? Fourth idea, creativity. The divine feminine in all of us is associated with creative energy and life force energy. Expand your mind and see where in your life you are creating something out of nothing. Isn't it so fun just to sit down and create something? I like to just sit down and paint or write music or come up with a new idea, maybe even for the next podcast episode, which I have so much fun doing. The fifth idea, to get out of logical thinking, incorporate more sensuality into your life, intentionally using the senses to experience life with pleasure, a warm bath, a decadent treat, pleasing aromas, stirring music. You get the idea. Now let's think about the divine feminine in the potential goddess. Well, I believe that the eventual end product of the divine goddess is perfect encapsulation of the soft and flowing divine feminine, enhanced by her driven divine masculine. And her God-man spouse has the opposite, fearless masculinity with empathetic femininity as needed, as needed. And everything else about her feminine masculine nature and nurture, I'm still figuring out. I hope you will join me in awakening one million potential goddesses to their divine destiny by sharing this podcast and information with others you think would benefit. And I hope you can find that happy balance of the divine feminine and masculine in your life.